0: Thanks for listening to Victory's podcast today. Connecting people to a life-changing relationship with Jesus is what we're all about. For more resources or to reach out to us, go to victorychristian.church. Enjoy today's message. Timothy 1.15 says this, Here is a trustworthy saying that, is, that deserves full acceptance. Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners, of whom I am the very worst. I love that scripture so much because it just summarizes the mission of Jesus and I identify it. He came to save me. I needed to be saved. I needed some help. I needed a lot of help. If you would ask my parents, they were praying and praying for me for that help. I was a mess and Jesus um, he saved me and I'm so thankful for that. Let's take a moment and let's pray. God, we thank you for this day today, and we thank you for the opportunity that you have given us, Lord, to come and to hear your word and, Lord Jesus, to receive from you. And what we're praying today is that for every single one of us, God, that we will hear a word that is from you, that encourages us, that that inspires us, Lord, that draws us closer to you. Lord, you are our hero. We love you and we honor you. I pray for the empowerment and the leading of your Holy Spirit, God, to Share what's in your heart. It's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. All right, y'all. So we just got through election week. And some people wanted so-and-so. And and some people wanted so-and-so. And And the reality is, y'all, we all need Jesus. Can I hear an amen? More and more of Jesus. You would be surprised to know that there are a lot of folks in this church who vote in all kinds of different ways. And, uh, and so we're very, um, we have been very quiet, very intentionally. And I know some people would root us on and say, I wish you would say this. And I wish you would say that. But I mean this very sincerely. Um, we serve a kingdom that is above all kingdoms in this place. And um, we take all of that very seriously. I had a couple things I had prepared to say last week about just, you know, like civil duty and we should all vote and all those kind of things. But I have to admit, when I stood up here, I thought I'm too emotionally tired to make sure I say it exactly right. And I don't want to be taken wrong. <laughs> so I just went on with the message, which is what we came here for, Jesus. Amen. I want to talk to you about how everyone is looking for a hero everyone is looking for the next superhero and the reality is he has already revealed himself the the true hero that we need and when i was thinking about this message and um talking to the lord about it that 80s song came in my head y'all remember that i need a hero (laughs) y'all remember that oh you want to hear more of it all right i need a hero (laughs) I'm holding on to a hero to the end of the night. He's got to be strong and he's got to be fast and he's got to be fresh from the high. I need a hero. We have to stop there because otherwise we will have licensing issues online. Um, and some of y'all are saying, please stop. <laughs> that was from the 80s song from Bonnie Tyler. I had to look it up. I was just like. It's amazing how music identifies with things in your own. There is a song for everything, isn't there? And the reality is we all need a hero. And we know that Jesus is the ultimate superhero. And at first, I remember when I was thinking about this message and I thought the lightheartedness of it, but the truth of it would probably be just right for this week. Right. I thought about the fact that, first of all, a lot of superheroes like We think about superheroes in their story and how they can apply to Jesus. And then I realized it dawned on me. No, all the other superheroes are basing their storyline off of Jesus. Right? Because they're all saviors. Right? They're all people who save the day. And I thought, well, we have the ultimate. It's not that we base Jesus on the superheroes. The superheroes are based on Jesus. There is a difference. Jesus is real. (laughs) Right? Um, And so I thought, well, let's let's dig into that. I I was thinking about heroes and I was thinking about the two that came to my mind because you got to pick the ones that are like really good, like not the dark side heroes. The new heroes have like dark sides and, you know, all that kind of stuff. I thought about Superman and I thought about Captain America. Right. Like those are like the really good ones. And. Alright, so every story goes like this. There's a beginning or a backstory, there's a transformation, there's a, a learning to be a hero, there's a testing, there's a threat of death, right? And then there's the overcoming, right? They, they all have that kind of story, and I thought about, okay, Superman, his backstory, Um, or beginning was, uh, when he lived on Krypton and like it was gonna be destroyed, and so his parents sent him out, right? And he had that transformation moment in the beginning where, and I was thinking about when, um, when the truck was gonna fall on his dad. Some of y'all have not seen this movie because it was made way before you were born. But, There's a early on when he's like a teenager, a truck is going to fall and kill his dad and he picks up the truck and his dad looks at him and goes, oh, my gosh. Right. Kind of thing. And then there's that whole Clark Kent phase. Right. He's learning to be a hero where he's wearing the glasses and he's in phone booths and, you know, that kind of thing. And then, you know, the testing part where he's bullied and he's like, am I going to use my power to kill these people? Right. Or am I just going to kind of like hang in there? And then there's that threat of death. And some of you all remember this movie where Lex Luthor gets the chain with the kryptonite on his neck. And he's like drowning in the pool. Oh, no. Right. Right. And so and he overcomes all that. But then I thought about Jesus. Pardon me. And how Jesus has like the ultimate backstory. I love the John chapter one version of Jesus's story. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. And you go a little further, and the Word became flesh and dwelt among us. Jesus has like the ultimate backstory. That is true, which is that He is eternal. He has always been. He's part of the Trinity. He's part of the Godhead, and that He was sent to this world, to us. You know, Je- Superman was sent to the world, right? Jesus was sent to the world to save people. Like for real. And it was his father who sent him. And the transformation moment in Jesus' life, Jesus didn't have a transformation moment like where he went good to bad because he was always good. I'm sure being his sibling must have been a really rough assignment, right? It's like James looking at Jesus and Jesus is like, you always get it right, Jesus. You're always obedient to mom, Jesus. You're always, 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 right? But at 12 years old, Jesus had this transformative moment where he is in the temple and he is talking with the teachers of the law and there's this revelation of who he is and the fact that he's in his father's house and this kind of like coming of age kind of moment for Jesus, right? And then there's the testing. Jesus was sent to the desert for, for 40 days and 40 nights and without food and without water. And the devil himself came and tested Jesus. And Jesus, how did Jesus fight the devil? He fought him with the word of God and said, this is the truth, right? And this is who I am. And this is who my father is. And he stood on the word of God, which is such a great example for us. Y'all, there's a lot we can learn from our superhero. Did Jesus face the threat of death? No, actually, he did die, didn't he? He really died for your sins and for my sins. my sins. He didn't like come close to death. He actually died on a cross for all those he was going to save. I love that scripture where it says he, he could save everyone else, but he couldn't save himself. And they didn't get it. No, actually... He's bec- he's our hero. He is saving us by dying on the cross and by paying for our sins. Amen? Yeah. And then there's the overcoming story. Well, three days later, he beat death and the grave and he rose from the dead. Y'all, this is not a fable. This is not a story. This is the truth. Yeah. And he is our superhero. And does he have superpowers? Oh, yeah, he's got superpowers. There is a... There's a not-Bible book that's ancient where, like, like, laser or fire comes out of Jesus' eyes and, like, kills someone. And I'm wondering if that's where they got it from for Superman. It's like, it's not true. It's not true. That's why it didn't make the cut into the Bible, anyhow. Um, but then there's the character traits of our heroes. And again, I really want to remind everyone today, who's your hero? Who are you looking to? Where is your hope? You know, real heroes demonstrate courage. That's why we like them and want to be like them, right? Real heroes serve others and they put others first, right? And I love in the this, in this Superman. That's ah, nice, Ralph. I like that. Um, in the superhero movies the, uh, where Jesus, excuse me, not Jesus, Superman, It's important that I get these right. Do y'all remember when he goes and he catches the bus of kids? Do y'all realize, like, those are pictures that are trying to create a hope in us because that's what we want. The reality is, we have a Jesus who says, Let the little ones come to me. And he does love the kids, right? One of my favorites in Superman is when he catches Lois falling from the building and she was like a a feisty lady. You know, he goes, Don't worry. I got gotcha. And she goes, you got me. but well, Who's got you? Our heroes, our heroes are humble. But our heroes are strong. Our heroes are honorable. Um, our, uh, our heroes often have a, a secret identity. You know, Superman was Clark Kent, but Jesus was the kid from Galilee. Can anything good come out of Galilee? Right. right. And all the heroes have a weakness. Superman had his kryptonite, right? And I was thinking about this in my mind when I, was, when I was considering this. I thought, you know, Jesus doesn't have a weakness because he's Jesus. And then I realized, no, Jesus does have a weakness. Now, before you get offended, you all y'all, y'all know the trick. Like if you're interviewing for a job and they say, tell us about your weaknesses. And you do things like, well, you know, my weakness is that I care too much. Right, you, you use one of those strengths kind of thing, you know. My weakness is, you know, I get here on time all the time, right? You know, just like stuff like that. Jesus' weakness is that he cares so much. His weakness is for you and for me. His weakness is that he loves us so much that he's willing to be weak and he's willing to go to a cross and he's willing to give himself up for you and for me. John fifteen thirteen says... Greater love has no one than this, to lay down one's life for his friends. And so I would ask you today, who is your superhero? Where is your hope today? Psalm 42, verse 5 says, why are you so down? Downcast. Why, excuse me, why, my soul, are you so downcast? Why so disturbed within me? Put your hope in God, for I will yet praise Him, my Savior and my God. And I want to encourage you today your anchor for your emotions should be the Lord in His kingdom. A kingdom that does not fade, a kingdom that does not spoil, a kingdom that will never go away. It will always be here, God's kingdom. It is eternal. And our hope is in the Lord. Psalm 42, verse 1 and 2, which is, precedes what I just said um, about uh, put your hope in God. Psalm 42, 1 and 2 says this. As a deer pants for the streams of water, so my soul pants for you, my God. My soul thirsts for God, for the living God. Where can I go to meet with God? What I find really cool about this scripture is that the front end talks about this deep desire for the Lord and to be with the Lord. Y'all, we have a superhero that we can go into his presence, our God. We have a hero that... That we can seek and he will speak to us by his word and by his Holy Spirit. We have a hero that we can have an audience with at any day, in any moment. And I just want to encourage us. Our greatest desire should be for the Lord. And to be with him and to be close to him. And our greatest passion should be for him and for the Lord. And I I say this with all grace. I think... I think we need to have a passion check. We can be passionate about things. God gave us emotions to be passionate. But I just want to encourage you and ask you the question. What are you most passionate about? What matters the most to you? And it should be the stuff that's in the book. And it should be him and his kingdom. And it should be the people that Jesus came to save. The reality is our hero came to save us. But he came to save a lot of other people. And if we're not, if we're not careful, we'll be duped into thinking that people are the enemy. That's right. Y'all, our battle is not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers of darkness. Y'all, we, we have to know what the real battle is. Can I hear an amen? I think this is really, really important. I realize I'm asking some people probably in this room today after a week where you've probably had a lot of passion on one place or another place asking you to just kind of let go a little bit, loosen up a little bit. You know, it's like sometimes you can grab a hold of something and hold it so tight that when it's all over, you've got that kind of muscle memory and, and the reality is maybe, maybe you were holding on a little too tight. Maybe the hope or, or your hope fulfilled or hope deferred, whatever it was, maybe it was a little too tight and really our passion needs to be I need to be with my God. I want to be with my superhero. I want to be with the God who cares for me and who saved me. I have a superhero. I have a God. I have a hope. And he is the king. He is the king of kings. I'm getting riled up, aren't I? It's all right. Timothy Timothy 2.11. This is my hope for you. It's really simple. Is that when we walk out of this building today, that each of us will say, I know who my hero is. And my hero is real. And he is my hope. Listen to this. This is Timothy two eleven uh, through 14. It says, For the grace of God has appeared that offers salvation to all people. This is Titus. Thanks, honey. Titus two eleven. Restart. For the grace of God has appeared that offers salvation to all people. It teaches us to say no to ungodliness and worldly passions and to live self-controlled, upright and godly lives in this present age. And while we wait for the blessed hope, the appearing of the glory of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ, who gave himself up to redeem us from all wickedness and to purify himself, a people who are his very own, eager to do what is good. Y'all, we have Um, a hope that has come and we have a hope that is coming back for us. He's going to return. One of the neat things about our story and our superhero is we actually know what's going to happen next. Isn't that cool? Our hero is coming back for us. I think that's super, super exciting. Like he's going to come back for you and for me and for a kingdom that will never fade and never perish. Y'all, the ultimate citizenship. Ultimate citizenship is there in heaven. And our our hero, right now, it says it Jesus, he is preparing a place for you and for me. Y'all, he's got this long game in mind and it's to bring you and I to heaven with him. Right? And... And he is preparing that place. And it says in scripture that he is making intercession. Jesus is praying for you. Y'all, we have a hero. We have a hero who's never, never going to fade. He's never going to go away. And he cares for you. I want to encourage you today. Will you grab a hold of your hero? Will you put your desire on your hero, Jesus? And would you, when you're grabbing a hold of him and his kingdom and your desire for him, would you let him put in you his heart for everyone around you? Because we got a lot of people we need to love. A lot of people who need to hear about the real hero, Jesus. You know, today, if you're listening and, and you're hearing this and you realize that, like, you need that hero, Jesus, in your life. Like, you really need him to come into your life in maybe a way where he's been the hero you've known about, but he needs to be the hero that you have called upon and said, he is my hero. And he is the one who's going to save me. Maybe you've never had that time in your life where you actually said to Jesus... Yes, I want to turn my life over to you and make you my God and my Savior. And if you've never done that, if you've never made that commitment, I just want to encourage you to do it today. He really is everything the book says he is. He really is that. And he has been playing the long game for your soul ever since Adam fell. For centuries, he knew you would be here right now, that you'd be listening right now, that your, your heart would be pricked and prodded and pulled right now. He's known for centuries, and he's been playing the long game because he wants to be your one and only hero and for you to be able to put your trust in him. I just want to encourage you, if you've never made that decision, make today, November the 8th, 2020, your day that you say, Jesus, I want to ask you to forgive me of my sin. I recognize that when you went to the cross, it was for me. And you took everything I ever did, every thought, every action, every impure thing, every wrong thing, and you took it to the cross because you wanted to pay my debt. Why? Because you love me. Because you wanted to make an opportunity for me to follow you. And just make your commitment, Jesus, I put my life in your hands. If you're making that decision today, you're watching online, go to victorychristian.church.com and click on next steps because we want to know about it and rejoice with you. If you're making that decision today in this room, don't leave here without letting me know. I want to pray with you and rejoice with you. It is the greatest decision you ever made. November 8th, 2020. My day was May 5th, 1992. It was a few days ago. It was a good day. It was a good day. Would you stand with me? I want to pray for you as we close this morning. Thanks again for listening. If you'd like to connect with us, just go to victorychristian.church. Have a great day.